What's up? Welcome back. I am sure that you opened this episode and thought, oh my gosh, Andrea is going to tell me that I'm a pear or I'm an apple. And I'm actually not. I'm not going to be talking pears, apples, bananas, whatever you want to say. Fruit is for enjoying, not for comparing us to and making us feel terrible. So no, I am not going to be talking about body types with fruit. What I am going to do is talk about body types in the real way that they actually are labeled. And I want you to think about your body type and how it is actually a crucial factor that most people don't consider when it comes to fitness. So today we're going to break down what the three body types are, how you can be a mix of more than one body type. We're going to talk about some amazing women who fit into all three of the body types. And I'm going to give you some tips and tricks for exercise and setting up your workouts to feel amazing for your body type. My name's Andrea Allen, and I am a mother of four girls under seven, a wifey to a mountain man, a personal trainer, and a nutrition coach. I love all things women's health and fitness, but let's face it, the fitness industry is complicated and it's not built for the everyday mom. There's so much conflicting information and you're busy and you don't have time to figure it out. I hate feeling confused and overwhelmed, so I have made it my mission to simplify health and fitness while creating a welcoming, realistic, and empowering home for like-minded women. I'm happy you're here and I hope you stay a while. Let me first start by saying every body type is beautiful and you can literally look fantastic no matter what body type you are and just because you tend to lean towards a certain body type doesn't mean that you are doomed to never feel great in your body all of us in every single body type are going to struggle with insecurities and things that we just overthink about and I've seen it happen with all three of the body types so don't think that you are doomed just because you're a body type because At the end of the day, lifestyle plays a major role. Though we may have genetics and though we may be a certain frame, our exercise and our diet and how we live our life are a huge factor to affecting the way that we feel on the inside, you know, and even how we look on the outside. But being aware of your body type can help you set up your macros correctly, your diet correctly, even make sure that you are making maintainable and attainable goals and help you reduce unhealthy expectations. So let's get into the three body types. There are three main body types. There is an ectomorph, a mesomorph, and an endomorph. And we're going to break each one of these down. I want you to think back to what your natural bone frame was when you were in high school or in your early 20s. So around anywhere from like 15 to like 25, 26. What did you look like at that point in your life before fitness and comparison got all kajobbled in your head? And yes, I said kajobbled. I'm pretty sure that's not a word, but it is now a word. That means kajobbled in your head, confusion, kajobbledness. Anyway, before all of that, what did you naturally look like? What did your bone frame look like? Think about when you were a teen. Were you naturally lanky? Did you have long body parts? If so, you could easily be an ectomorph. An ectomorph is the first body type that we're going to talk about. And I'm going to give you some signs and some things to think about and see if you may be an ectomorph. An ectomorph has small joints and normally smaller bones. Normally, their shoulders are pretty narrow and their hips are narrow. So like their shoulders to their chest through their hips and glutes are more narrow. They kind of go straight down. They also can be very petite, even though they're tall normally because they do have longer limbs. They can still be very petite looking. They have a smaller bone frame. 
Now, here's an idea of how right now you can measure your own bone frame. So I want you to take your hand and your opposite hand and put it around your opposite wrist. You are going to reach your thumb and your middle finger together. If your fingers overlap, then you're probably a small bone frame, which can be a sign that you're an ectomorph. Often when an ectomorph is not in shape, they can be referred to, which I hate using these words, but you'll know what I'm talking about, is skinny fat, where you're just still petite, but you're just very soft. There isn't a lot of muscle there. Some examples of some women who are in fantastic shape and are ectomorphs are Aubrey Hepburn, Cameron Diaz, and Giselle Bundchen. They all look fantastic, and they are all ectomorphs. The next body type is a mesomorph. A mesomorph is a medium bone frame. So you're going to do that same wrist test. And if your thumb and your middle finger touch, just barely touch, that means you're a medium bone frame. And that's a sign of a mesomorph. They normally have evenly distributed fat throughout, you know, their legs and their upper body and their stomach. They're pretty proportionate. They have broader shoulders than they have their waist. So their waist tends to sit more narrow than their shoulders. They also naturally have some muscle, so they can easily have definition or they can just have like some shape. Some examples of a mesomorph are Jennifer Gardner, Jessica Alba, Halle Berry, Jessica Biel. They are all very athletic builds, and that is a typical sign of a mesomorph. The next body that is a body type is an endomorph. An endomorph normally has a medium to a larger bone frame. So if we're doing that same wrist test, that your your middle finger and your thumb may not touch. And that would be a sign that you're a more medium to a larger bone frame. They also normally have smaller shoulders than they do hips. So the hips and the glute area tend to be a little bit wider than their shoulders. They are also very naturally curvy and they sometimes have shorter limbs. This body type also has a little easier time gaining fat, but it can be a little bit slower when they're trying to lose fat. Some amazing looking women that fall into this category, which I'm just going to name two because you're going to know them so well, Jennifer Lopez and Beyonce Knowles, who look fantastic. Now, you know the three body types. I've given you a few ideas of what the three body types are, but you also need to understand that people are often a mix of two or even three of the body types. Not everyone is just 100% one of them. Normally, people are a mix. I'm also going to add a quiz because there's tons of quizzes online to figure out what body type you are or what mix of a body type you are. So I'm going to put a quiz that I liked in the show notes. So if you want to take it and figure out what you are yourself, you can take that quiz. The purpose of me discussing body types today is not to discourage you. It's not to make you think, oh my gosh, I'm doomed because I'm this body type or that body type. But it's to bring some awareness that comparing to people with different body types that are not built like you is not effective. Being aware of people who do have our body types and how there are beautiful women in all three of those body types or even people who are a mix is really important so that we can see what is attainable and look to people who have similar builds to us. Also, besides knowing your body type so we aren't comparing to women who honestly aren't built like us, body type also can play a huge role in our outcome in a fitness program. So oftentimes our goals aren't set up to match our body types. For example, if someone's goal was to run a marathon 
And they started powerlifting instead of training by doing a couple more miles every day and getting better at running. Their goals don't match what their training plan is. And that does happen with body types. We don't take that into account. So for example, when I start clients, I always ask them for a couple things. I ask them for a food journal. I ask them for photos and I ask them for measurements. Now, I'm sure the client thinks she's asking me this because she's going to want to do like a before and after. I'm actually asking for the photos because I want to see visually what body type they are because I'm good at naming them. Now, obviously, some people are a mix, but there's some people where their photo comes through and I know exactly what body type they are and I build their macros accordingly based on the needs for their body type. Second, when I get their food journal, I am aware by looking at their photos, looking at the measurements and their food journal to see if their diet is matching what their actual needs are based on the goals that they filled out on their client form. The reason I'm telling you this is that you can be into fitness, you can run your brains out and be doing the wrong plan. You can be on a keto diet or whatever diet that you're on you know, a high carb or whatever it is. And that may not be the right plan based on your body type. You're not allowing your body type to play a role to allow your plan to be effective. So I'm going to give you some tips on things that you can think about as you're working on your own fitness and health and making sure that it's balanced and being aware of your body type and how that can match with your workouts and your nutrition. All right, so the first body type, we're gonna go back through the body types and I'm gonna give you some quick tips to think about as you are building your plan. The first one is ectomorphs. Now, this is the body type, as I mentioned, that they are naturally kind of skinnier. They don't really have a lot of curve. They're kind of the same through their shoulders and hips and chest is kind of straight down. They can be more lanky. They don't normally have a lot of muscle. Now, for this body type, because it is difficult for them to put on muscle, I am always going to suggest that they focus on heavier weights. Cardio is fine in small amounts, but you greatly need to focus on the weights and let the cardio take a back seat because your body is already struggling to put on muscle and then you are running the muscle off every time you are running, running, running or doing whatever cardio activity you have because muscle takes more work and more weights to put on. And you naturally have a fast metabolism, so your body wants to burn every single thing you put in your mouth. So with those heavier weights, you are going to try to stay in the hypertrophy phase, which is the phase of strength training that really focuses on building muscle. So your workouts for the reps, you are not going to want to be above 12 reps. You're going to want to kind of stay between 6 to 12 reps, 8 to 12 reps max, and you're going to do more weight and less reps in that lower range because we're really trying to help you build muscle so that you can have some more definition. Now, along with that, you're going to want to have longer breaks between your sets, between your lifts, so that you can allow the muscle to recover and then lift really heavy again because, again, remember, your reps are really low because we're trying to build the muscle. And if you even want to, you can go into like max strength where you're seeing what your run rep max is and you're doing even like one to five reps. But you want to just be focusing on building muscle and that happens with less reps and more rest between your sets. Second, for an ectomorph, I'm going to also highly suggest a higher protein, higher carb diet because the combination of those two really does fuel muscle growth. And we want to get some definition on the body. And so 
to avoid, you know, just that lanky plain look, if we add some muscle onto the body, it helps give the body some definition is always pretty helpful in allowing your goals to match your diet and your workouts. So even if you feel like as an ectomorph, I have a couple pounds to lose, but you're not seeing a lot of definition and you still feel in that category, you still want to focus very heavily on weights. And you also do not want to undereat. But the funny thing is, you don't want to undereat in any of these categories. And I'm basically going to say that in each one of the body types that undereating for long periods of time definitely backfires. And if you think it doesn't backfire, go back to my episode 10 and 11 on when a calorie deficit backfires and reverse dieting. But with an ectomorph, if you're undereating, you're not going to be able to lose any weight and you're not going to be able to add any definition. The next one was a mesomorph. Mesomorphs are like a chameleon. They pretty much can change depending on what they're doing. So they respond really well to exercise and they see changes pretty quickly. Now, just like they see changes for the better pretty quickly, they also lose like their gains, all the changes pretty quickly. So as they exercise, they change rapidly. As they stop exercising, they change rapidly. And these are people who pretty much almost any exercise activity can help them. But a mesomorph is going to benefit the most from a mix of cardio and weights together, just a variety of both. They pretty much handle both really well. If they want the definition, they're going to need the weights. And obviously, cardio is going to help with their cardiovascular activity, which is going to make them healthier overall. And it does help burn some calories. When a mesomorph exercises, they tend to look more defined and tend to get a little bit more cut, but they don't really get bulky. They just kind of keep that athletic build. And with that said, though a mesomorph responds quickly to exercise, they can't just eat whatever they want. You still need to eat a very healthy, balanced diet, focusing on, you know, good carbs to help build the muscle, high protein. I'm always going to suggest protein in anyone's diet because it helps build muscle. And then obviously solid fats to help you feeling full and to kind of help build membranes and all the pluses of solid fats as well. So a good variety of all the three is pretty good for a mesomorph and they respond really well to that type of diet along with a mix of cardio and weights. The last body type is an endomorph. An endomorph can be very lean, but they are lucky in that they keep all their nice looking curves. An endomorph body type is actually really in style right now. And yes, body types go through style, which is crazy, but they keep, you know, the glutes and the hips, and then they can be like still very lean and look very strong. So it's a beautiful body type as well. They do tend to lose weight a little bit slower, and they do tend to store weight in their thighs and glutes, but obviously as they exercise, they can keep that shape but look more firm, which is amazing. An endomorph tends to respond really well to a mix of cardio and weights as well. So they really do need both. They need to build muscle using weights, and they need to also lose fat, which is going to help their cardiorespiratory system and their body fat percent go down. Obviously, as we lift weights, as I've talked about that, it speeds up our metabolism. The more muscle we have, the faster our metabolism works. And then in combination with cardio, you tend to burn more calories. And so they see really good results doing this. For an endomorph, they commonly see results when they're doing intervals of weights and cardio, like where they're doing HIT or plyos or anything where they're adding in weights and they're adding in cardio or they're doing heavy weighted days and then they're doing some cardio finishers to really get their heart rate up and to get their heart pumping. They respond really well to that. 
You also are going to want a little bit of a shorter rest period between your movements or sets or hits or intervals or whatever it is because endomorphs tend to want to keep their heart rate up a little bit more because they're trying to make the body work a little bit harder to burn a little bit more fat. So you're going to want shorter rest periods in your workouts. And endomorphs tend to respond a little bit better to a higher protein, higher fat diet, and a moderate to lower carb. Now notice, I didn't say no carb. I personally am not a fan of just fully cutting out a macronutrient. I've seen people do it with fat. I've seen people do it with carbs. I feel like that creates a very unhealthy mindset and it's not maintainable long term. So I'm saying that just a higher fat, higher protein tends to work really well with just a moderate low carb and making sure that you're using a mix of weights and cardio with a little bit shorter rest periods and getting your heart rate up a little bit. Now, as I mentioned, People tend to be a mix of body types. You are not always one. Sometimes people can be an ectomorph on the top and an endomorph on the bottom or a mesomorph, you know, on the bottom and an ectomorph on the top or just have certain limbs that are different. That's very normal. So that's why sometimes taking a test and being aware of what you're doing and making sure that you're pretty much always involving weights. If you noticed in all three of the body types, weights was included and the amount of cardio varied, but weights was always a key factor to all of them and having a successful plan. The other thing I want you to think about is the grass is not always greener on the other side. I feel like a lot of times with body types, we hear them and we see what we aren't and instantly we think, well, that body type is better than what I have. I know plenty of girls with straight hair who curl their hair every day. I know plenty of girls with curly hair who straighten their hair every day. We always want what we don't have, and trends are always changing. In the 1990s, it was like so popular to be stick skinny, even in the early 2000s. I put up a meme on my social media a while ago where I was making fun of how everyone, you know, joked about how everything was so stick skinny and it caused so many problems when we were younger. And now what's popular is a little bit more of a curvy look with like, you know, bigger glutes and bigger hips and just more curvy. And it's so beautiful. And there's plenty of girls who are jealous of either or. At the end of the day, we do have to appreciate no matter what's in style and what's not in style to care for our bodies and make our bodies the best versions of themselves. I am a medium bone frame. I'm pretty much a true mesomorph with some characteristics of the other ones, but I'm mainly a mesomorph. Because I'm a mesomorph, it means that I'm never going to be a size zero or a size two. That's just not in my bone frame. Literally, my bones will not allow me to get that little without being unhealthy. On the flip side, I will never be super curvy. I love the look of curves. I think they are so beautiful. And I am not a super curvy person. And I can get self-conscious about that because I wish I had more natural curve. A ways back, I did a post on body types. And I explained all the body types. And I explained how it worked and gave examples for both. I will link that in the show notes as well. And what surprised me was... How many women got on and said, oh, I wish I was this body type or I wish I was this. I wish I was this. And then other women would respond to that same message and say, oh, I wish I was this. They would say they wish they were what the other women wish she wasn't. And, you know, an endomorph would say, I wish I was an ectomorph. And then an ectomorph would respond and say, I wish so badly I was an endomorph. I wish I had more curves. And that's where you realize The grass is not always greener on the other side. We always want what necessarily we aren't, but that doesn't mean that we can't be amazing versions 
of ourselves. Because if you think about it, how backward is that, that all we want is what someone else is because it's not what we're used to, that we're not even recognizing the beauty that we already have. Bodies are seriously awesome in all shapes and sizes. My favorite thing about working with my clients is that they are not cookie cutter. None of their photos look the same. None of their progress photos, nothing looks the same for them because there is not one mold. If you're looking at a program or if you're looking at a fitness page and everyone they spit out looks exactly the same, that means that it's all the same body type because that's not how we're supposed to look. There should be different shapes and sizes and they're all beautiful and we can be healthy at any shape or size as long as we are taking care of ourselves. I always say I know plenty of people who are very small sizes and do not care for their health. And I know plenty of people who are larger sizes and they have very solid health and fitness in their life. So it's not always done that way. But I love that fitness doesn't have to be one size. It can be any of the body types. You can look amazing at any of the body types. There is not one mold and that there should be a variety and I love looking at the variety of clients that I have and that sometimes I see online where there is different body types and they all look beautiful in their own realm. And no matter what body type you are or what mix of a body type you are, that's what you want to focus on. How can I look to women who are built like me and see what they're doing and try to make sure I'm keeping a balanced lifestyle and that I'm doing the right fitness plan that is attainable and maintainable and I have a good mindset around it and it's focusing you know, just as much on what I'm gaining and not just what I'm losing. I feel like we focus so much on fitness. It's like, how can I lose? How can I lose? What can I lose? What about what you gain? We need to focus more on what we gain. So while we talk about body types and setting up our nutrition and our workouts to match your body types, think about what you are gaining in the process of getting healthier mentally and physically. It's not always just about a number. So I want you to be aware of that. I hope this podcast helped you learn a little bit more about body types and ways that you can work out and eat efficiently for your body type and to stop comparing to other body types that may not be built like yours because literally you're just banging your head against a brick wall if you're trying to be an ectomorph when an ectomorph trying to be an endomorph and everyone's trying to be everyone else that just recognize the beauty that is already in you and realize that we can just be the best version of ourselves, our own mold, our own shape, and being as healthy and strong in that as we can. I love you. I mean it. I love when you share this podcast. If you want to add it to your stories on your social media or anywhere, I always really appreciate that. And please tag me because I do love to see those. I also would love if you would subscribe so my episodes automatically download to your phone. That's always nice because then you don't have to search for an episode. I do come out with one every single week. And I always love to read your reviews. I often listen to the reviews before I record just because it puts me in a good mood. And I feel like this is why I'm doing this because I feel like we're building a community here and I am happy you're here and remember health is not a size health is a feeling and you can be healthy in any body type in any size and it's as much mental as it is physical 